Welcome to episode 360. It's really 359, but it is going to be 360 because 358 had to get rescheduled. It's for next week, but whatever, right? We'll just keep going. So this is 360. I'm really excited to, to tell you all about this, to have somebody, I was about to say, to have blah, blah on, but there is no blah, blah. It's just me. It's a rapid recharge. And my Okay, we're going to get back to it. So today I'm talking about taking people through the process. And I was really, so I'm on this content creation thing and I'm not on drugs, people. I know maybe you are thinking, what is wrong with her? It's the first I've really felt pretty good in a, in a while because I've had like a sinus infection for like two weeks. Just to give you a little heads up, I thought maybe I didn't really think I had COVID because I'd never run a fever. And, but you know, the doctors are like, oh, well, and I had a migraine. Anyway, I'm totally fine. I mean, I'm, I have sinus infection. It's getting over, but I'm on medicine. I feel much, much better. I haven't gotten a ton of sleep, but I'm in September 1st, I started a 100-day content, content challenge with the future, which I'm part of the future pro group and a bunch of other people that are here are also. They're my friends from there. And then uh, just some of you know about the future. My mom always is like, you're I was like, well, my friend Chris from the future told me. She's like, from the from the future, are you okay? Like, you know, it's kind of funny. I think, I don't know if y'all are laughing. That's the only time about when I'm doing it alone. You got to like, give me something in the chat or something like, that's hilarious or no, right? Okay, thanks, Matt Wood. I appreciate it. Matt Wood's in Illinois, <clears throat> Indiana, Indiana. <clears throat> I don't know why I have such a problem with those two states. Mm. Anyway, the idea behind today is that I went to the dentist yesterday. I was really excited because this would have been my third time rescheduling my disc. Nothing's wrong. I had weird things when I was really little. Two of my teeth didn't come in with enamel on them, but really that's the only problem. I've had like five cavities in my whole life. I think it's pretty good for 47. I think that's great. Like my mom and dad really made us go to the dentist and we brushed our teeth and we floss and we did stuff, right? Teeth were important or are important. I know I've talked about teeth before, like wooden teeth, whatever. We're not talking about wooden teeth today, but I was at the dentist and it reminded me about, I, I have a very vivid imagination, right? Rafi's saying about the future. I think it's funny. Hey Dave, <coughs> in Vancouver, Canada, we got two Canadians today showing up. Whoop, whoop. Um, okay. Anyway. Um, so when I'm at the dentist, the late, I don't know this lady, she's new. I asked her, I try to like have a conversation. Like the dentist is more of an anxiety inducing situation for me. So I don't really like to, to go or like the OBGYN or any, like, I don't want to go to those places. So I, I, you kind of have to pick up on who you're with and what their signals they're giving you to help them feel comfortable. And it's really not about you because you're doing the service. So I want you to think about, I'm in the chair. I don't really like going to the dentist. I have TMJ. I sleep with a mouthpiece. And thankfully it's made it so that I don't have migraines. I've slept with not the same mouthpiece, but I've slept with a mouthpiece since 1997. And it is like, I will not go without it. I, one time I forgot it and I had to go to the Rite Aid and get something and it wasn't as good. But anyway, um, but it helps me because I clench my teeth really bad. So, and it was giving me migraines. They're terrible. Migraines are terrible. Anyway, <coughs> I don't know why I'm holding my Wacom pen. So I go to the dentist, you know, you're laying down and there were some things weird, you know, they were like, 
we're doing different things because of COVID. And I'm like, okay, you know, I have to wear a mask and no problem. Like, let's try, you know, I'm good. I don't want to get it. Um, and I've been really careful because I have asthma. So, okay, so I'm at the dentist and my eyes are open, you know, and I ask her, I'm like, I've never seen this woman before. So I want to know how long she's been doing this, you know, like just make some conversation. You have to, like, I think when you are having somebody in your mouth or in other parts of your body, especially you're in your mouth though, you need to be able to talk and ease them if that's how they would be eased. Some people are like, do not talk to me. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to put my earbuds in. They'll give you signals, right? That they don't want to talk. You know, the people in the airport or on the airplane that don't want to talk, they have a book and they're clearly not reading it, but they just don't really want to talk to you. Maybe it's just, they don't want to talk to me. Usually I make a lot of friends on the airplane anyway, but I have, I've done the book thing too. Cause sometimes I just need to work. Okay. So, but I'm thinking about the dentist. She's sitting behind me. I can't, it would be weird. I'm laying down. Like she has me laying down in a weirder position than anybody's ever. I'm probably not making my dentist sound. My dentist is awesome, but the hygienist hmm, yesterday. Anyway, so she's not very personable. So again, she's not making me at ease. So I am trying to start the conversation again, because that helps put me at ease. So you got to look, look for these signals. So I asked her how long she'd been doing it. And then I start, I mean, I even asked her about her shoes, you know, like I'm never going to, I don't care about your shoes. I mean, my shoes are like crazy little tennis shoes, you know, I'm not a shoe person, right? I'm really not a makeup person or anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, the thing is, is you've got to be looking when you're talking about something. So it's either health related or it's a lot of money. And when we do something, we're taking somebody's business and we're, it could be a lot of money. So we need to be very conscious of those signals that they're putting out. So you sit down with the client and you know, I, th I think you kind of need to lead the conversation. You have to start the conversation. You have to be able to have some of that small talk. I've been talking to some people on the side and we've talked about having small talk and small talk is great, but you have to be able to know when you can be vulnerable and kind of pull up your sleeves. And, and sometimes you have to be vulnerable first so then they feel comfortable. So like the lady could have just started talking. And so there are some certain things. So again, she's behind me. I like baking soda. I didn't know there was a ban on baking soda with COVID. Did y'all know that? Did y'all know? Like, anyway, I'm a grown woman to me. I'm challenged by Dennis. He says he's a grown man. <clears throat> anyway, so I am thinking she's like, I mean, I don't have any cavities, you know, so it's like grinding and I'm like, I don't want the polish. So I don't have like a really big, I don't have a big mouth. I remember you probably like my mom. Mm, yeah, you do have a big mouth, Diane. Not that I share things, but that I can be loud. And when I was getting my, I think, I don't know, I was like 12 or something. I was getting um, braces and they said, well, we're going to have to expand her jaw. It's too small. And my mom's like, do you have the right uh, x-rays? Are you sure? She has a pretty big mouth. I mean, it's, uh, so it's the baking soda spray. You know, I guess because it sprays and you, you're getting too many germs spraying around in the air, maybe, because it's really, you kind of get like a bath in the baking. And you guys have the baking soda. It's really nice. Fast. It's faster than the polish. Anyway, I don't like the grittiness. So as soon as they came out with baking soda, it was faster. I'm all about efficiency. And it made my teeth, I feel like it made my teeth whiter maybe a little bit. Anyway, um, 
polish is not just for the show. It's good for food, not sticking to your teeth. That's true. Anyway, so they did this, she did this water pick thing, which was good. It worked good. But then um, she had to do the posh. She wasn't telling me about any of this. And it's like flashbacks to like being at the gynecologist. I'm like, lady, you got to tell me what you're doing. I need to know, right? Everything. I want, I want, if you're going to be, if I can't see something below, you're doing something to my ankle. You're putting a needle in. I need to know every step of the process because I am anxiety ridden and I have a really active imagination. So I have no idea what you're doing back there. I don't think we're doing any drilling, but why am I hearing drilling? I'm hearing drilling right next to my ear. And I'm like, mm, what is she doing? We don't usually use polish. So, but instead I'm not talking about this because she's got this big leaf thing in my mouth. That's she's like, we have a new suction thing. I'm like, tell me about the new suction thing. Don't just say that. Like that's a freaking huge leaf for my little mouth. Anyway, it was, I should have taken video the whole thing because it was very interesting. Anyway, I, I really like the dentist that he's like a real normal person. I like normal people, you know, not people who are all pish poshy and like they're better than me because they are a dentist, DDS or something, right? Anyway, so I think about um, all the times when I've been very uncomfortable or when something surprised me. And I think about we, this happens a lot, I think, with our clients because they've never had this experience or they've never had this experience with us. So how can we see some of these signs? So again, I'm in the dentist. If I'm starting, if I'm chatting, if they're chatting, how can you chat a little bit and then get to the deeper stuff, right? Let's start asking questions, um, start seeing what's really going on. So I wrote a couple uh, notes and I'll tell you a couple other little funny stories. So having a big imagination, you know, you can ask people, it doesn't, you could just say, Hey, what do you think? Have you worked with anybody? Have you, what kind of, um, what are your past experiences? I have this on a questionnaire, but I usually do my questionnaire. Um, I don't know, Dave, we'll have to ask the, um, the baking soda. He asked in the chat, why is there a ban on baking soda? It's not baking soda. Like you can buy it at the store. You just can't get it at the dentist. Like you, they can't do the baking soda cleaning. Like I always take my mouthpiece in because then they do like a hard clean with the baking soda. And they said they couldn't. So they put it on like in like a baggie with some, I don't know what they put. Anyway, it's a weird, weird ban. I don't know. She could have been lying to me. I didn't ask, right? I should have probably. Anyway, <laughs> Derek never comes. I mean, he comes sometimes. You come sometimes, but you're like, mm, yeah, this is why I don't tune in. Okay. Sorry, buddy. I'm just giving you a hard time. You know, I love you. He's also been a volunteer for me at Creative South. <coughs> okay. So I'm sure my husband's like, were you talking to someone today? Hmm. Cause I don't have, it's just me and y'all. So anyway, okay. It's okay, Derek. I love you. He says, I've missed you. I've been just crazy busy. I'm glad you've been crazy busy. Okay. So our process can be scary because I always also tell my students, right, Sarah, I've told you, don't wear black to all these meetings. Like they, it's scary enough for them. They think like, we're like, I don't know, weird art people. So I just try to like always have a color on so that it's, so it's more joyful or more easy to interact with, or I have no idea, but I do always try to have, I try not to wear black. Um, not that there's anything wrong with black. Some people look awesome in black. I just think sometimes our industry can, you know, some people wear a little too much black in there. Anyway, whatever. 
I'm, it's this the way I'm doing it. I'm trying to make other people feel comfortable. So how do I listen? So I'm looking, I'm seeing, I'm seeing if their hands are sweating, if their hands are in their lap, if their hands, you know, are their are they anxious? Are they, what, what is a sign of that? So to me, when I'm sitting in the dentist chair, I'm moving, I'm moving my feet. I always, my other dentist would say, would you like a blanket? And I'm always cold. So I'm like, oh yeah. And so there's a, so especially people are like the, uh, I like weighted blankets. I don't have weighted blankets. I just put a whole bunch of old quilts on my bed, but that makes me feel comfortable because again, as a child, I thought that that protected me from monsters. And I guess I still feel like that. Anybody, anybody was like that? Uh, you were protected by the, the heaviness of the blankets. And even if it was in the dead of summer, you were not going to get eaten by the whatever underneath the bed, right? Or in the closet. And I still am like that. I know there's no monsters, right? Okay. Safe zone for sure. <laughs> yeah. They, they can't get you off if you're way under your blanket. I remember just sweating to death. But what I'm going to get? And I still like that. It does make me, but like, I like that they, that other dentist would go that extra mile of just having a blanket. Like, holy moly, why couldn't everybody do that? Like that's an extra um, blanket at the dentist where people are anxious. Anyway, I totally would have put a blanket on yesterday. Okay. So then you, you're reading their body language and you're seeing what questions, you know, before you even come in, what questions do you have, um, or, or in the middle, as you're starting, you're, you're starting and then you take little breaks asking what questions. And I think as a, maybe as a teacher, probably don't do this enough, but I think I probably do it maybe more than other people. So what questions do you ask? So yesterday, I would have loved that girl to ask me. I mean, I had to tell her. I said, well, I have TMJ. And so I can't keep my mouth open as long as other people, which again, I know y'all are probably like, hmm, you seem like you keep pretty good uh, movement right now, Diane. And I do, I can move it a lot, but I need to take breaks. I can't keep my mouth open. It, it really hurts my jaw. Um, so then ask for any special requests. So think about serving them. If they're in the room with you, ask them if they want something to drink and try to see if, if they like coffee, that you get their coffee. If they like tea, then you, you know, ask them that before. Hey, can I, can I get you anything? We're going to be eating, having our meeting around lunch or, okay. So, but now no, nobody's meeting in person. So we're just all on zoom. So I just try to make sure, um, that I am anything that they told me last time. I try to go back and look at my notes and see if there's anything. So this today, I totally flubbed up. My client is M E G A N, but she calls it's Megan. And I kept calling her Megan like three times, but I was like, oh my gosh, I totally caught myself out. And I said, oh my goodness, Megan, I am so sorry. I've been calling you Megan. Call me Dane for the rest of the day, you know, like, and she's like, okay, Dane. So I think, you know, you got to like lighten it up and you got to notice when you've messed up and you just have to apologize. So I tried to, there was two, <laughs> two, um, cause I'm taking the I right out of Diane. Um, now I'm Dane. Um, so the other girl has a child and that was why she couldn't meet with us last time or whatever. So I asked about that again. I'm just trying to be real. So you don't always have to separate. I always think of my clients are my friends. And so sometimes we're talking about other things and sometimes we don't even get to talk exactly what we were supposed to be doing, but that's me being their friend. And I've, I have 
a lot of clients that I've had for over 15 years. And this is a consistent, and I, I don't know, I thought everybody was like that, but I guess maybe everybody's not like that. But I think you just need to be friends with these people. But like that lady that was at the uh, dentist, she was not trying to be my friend. Why, why can't we be friends? You know, then I would trust her more and she would understand what I was anxious about at the dentist. Okay. It can be a scary process. They're giving us, they're telling us a lot of stuff. We're asking a lot of questions about their goals, about money, about what they want, about their customers. And now, and we're there, they have a problem and they don't know how to solve it. And they've had to hire an outside person to do it. And they want to know that we're not going to mess up their teeth right? They might think, you ever, uh, well, maybe it's just a Southern thing. Y'all, Southerners will be able to pick up, you know, you like go into a hair salon and you're like, mm, uh, I, mm, I don't, that lady who just left, please, please do not make me look like that lady, right? Her hair was super big or, or, you know, it was just one for me. Like I always, I don't want to, hmm, I don't know how to say this and not offend somebody else. Hmm, hope no, no, y'all have big hair. Um, but you know, the bigger the bangs, smaller the town. That's what they used to say, at least where I, in, in Georgia, where I came from. Um, I mean, it was just making fun. You know, I don't think that's really true, but whatever. Um, but going back, I, you know, you want to make sure that people are seeing your, you know, that you can do what is going to make them feel good. I also think with the hairstyles, I may think it, something feels, makes me feel more, unapproachable. So I always say to my hairdresser, Elizabeth, I always say, can you just make it look soft? I don't, I think I have a hard enough personality. I need my hair not to look like I'm like this, like, you know, kind of bitchy girl. Okay. So I think that's an okay word for my mom. So we're okay with that one. Um, so, and then ask if they have any at the end or in the middle, do you have any special requests? Do you have any, do you have anything you really feel like you need to tell me? And recently I've been doing some email exchange, which is not my favorite, but I always try to ask. And then my lady gave me a great feedback on something she didn't tell me when we were talking on zoom. So past experiences and fears. Now let's talk about have you worked with any other designers? Have you worked with any other agencies? Not maybe in your business, you know, who, what other businesses are you engaging in? Are you going to a sign shop? Are you going, you know, cause those are designers there, you know, what other kinds of experiences have they had? And then they will tell you what they didn't like about those. And they will tell you why it wasn't a good fit. Right. And this is where your expertise, I haven't realized this until most recently is that really just living and talking to a whole bunch of people and, and just doing, being, being that worker like I am. I've, I've seen a lot of things. I've done a lot of things. I don't really think of it as anything special, but really when I'm putting two and two together, I'm like, oh yeah, we should do this. And I just try to adjust and always um, pivot and change to ad adjust for whoever I'm talking to. Uh, Matt says, the nearer we can stand together, the more connected we are on the journey. Absolutely. But it's about being, um, and Matt, you're a great example of this. It's about being very open and vulnerable about where we are in our position or where we are in, in our thing. And if I don't know how to do something, I'm going to say, or if I'm confused, it may lose me the job, but I would rather tell them I'm confused than they think that I understood. So I'm going to share... I don't know if, so hmm, 
I don't know. It's a weird one. Mate, it should make you laugh, but you might not want to listen to this with your kids in the room. But anyway, so I had high, I got diagnosed with high blood pressure. Thank you, dad. Got diagnosed with high cholesterol. Thank you, mom. When I was 30, so I've been on medicine for quite a while. I mean, anyway, it's fine. Everything's under control, but they have to do an ultrasound. Well, I've never had any kids. And at 30, I hadn't had any kids either because I haven't had any kids at 47. Anyway, you know what I mean? So um, they want to do a, they want to check your kidneys because your kidneys control your blood pressure. So they go in and I'm just like any normal person. I've seen ultrasounds on TV, you know, like people pregnant, whatever. I'm like, that's what I'm thinking. So I like wore pants and a shirt and I'm, I'm good. And she's like, you're going to have to drop your, drop, drop your pants. And I was like, oh no, I can just, I can just pull them down a little bit. I can just lift up my shirt. She's like, no, um, we're going to have to do a vaginal ultrasound. I was like, what? 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 Do you, I, I don't even know about this thing. Why didn't they tell me in this paperwork before I went to the, the place to go get this? What? I was so shocked. I think people should know. Oh my gosh. Nobody told me, Randy. Nobody told me. My sister had to add up something recently or a few years ago. And I was like, I just want to let you know, this is not the ultrasound that you've seen on TV. I think people should seem to tell you. Okay. Hey, they're coming out with a wand, you know, like, where are you going to put that? How, what? Okay. It's all, it was extremely uncomfortable for me, probably uncomfortable for you to listen to this, but I just think they needed to give me a play by play. I didn't need the dentist. If she's doing something I've never had her do, if she's never been my hygienist, I need her to tell me, walk me through step by step. So if you've never had this or you're doing something with a client you've had before, but you're doing something new and you're picking up on signals that they're uncomfortable, they're reaching out, they're trying to make sure that this is what it is, then you need to make sure that you're stepping them through the process just like you would. So you're keeping it calm. Nobody's getting upset or excited or, or anxious where they're not sleeping because they don't know that you have them and they don't know that you are going to care for them. And you need to make sure, because this is big, this is their company, this is their, this is the, the, the lifeblood of their family, this is what's providing food on the table, shelter, this is providing shelter for other families, this is a big thing. And we need, we kind of just think, I think I've done this in the past, that's why I say we, I'm gonna say me, I've thought, oh, it's just not that big of a deal, because it's not that big of a deal to me, I know it'll work, but they're afraid because they haven't ever done it. I think about the first time I tried to, I was in, in gymnastics. And I remember going over the, you know, the, the horse or whatever, you know, the girls do it different than the boys, right? We go and we flip and do whatever. Well, I'm short, like really short. Like I could just like face plant in that thing. I mean, you get it on a little springboard, but I, I just had a real big fear of like going and, and doing it. And I don't really know why, I think it was the height thing to be honest, but so, but I needed somebody who was just going to say, take me baby steps through it. I just want you to run full force Diane and bounce, but just bounce straight up. I just want you to do that until you feel comfortable doing that. And then, and then, then you take them to the next place. Then you take them, you put your hands on it. You just jump, put your hands on it and jump back because we're not going, not doing full force, right? We're gonna see where that thing is. I also think it's like being on a swing. Nobody just starts pushing you all the way, like you're going all the way high. That would be crazy. You'd be a crazy parent if you did that to your kid. But 
you know, you have to ease people in. And I just think we maybe don't ease people in because we're like, oh, it's just like swinging. It's totally fine. It's easy. So, so easy to do this, but it's not easy for them because they haven't done it. So I said it was going to be a rapid recharge. John, Paul, I'm on it. Um, they're holding my feet to the fire, which is good because I need to be held to the fire. And I really want to get better at being a rapid recharge. So our process can be scary. And it's not scary to us because we've done it so many times or we've, we, we are figuring it out. But think about how many times I've done something. I, my calendar I create for my students. I've done this for maybe four years now. But sometimes it doesn't work. So I have to be flexible that it might work for me, but it might not work for somebody else. So it is communication, communication, communication. And it's not just getting louder, right? My dad's there when um, I came home that first, I was, it was my first year teaching at this school at South Alabama. And I came home and I had been diagnosed at that point with high blood pressure. And I was already on the medicine, but maybe not long enough. And um, my dad's a yeller. We, we're a yeller family. Um, <laughs> so that's why I gritted my teeth so much, I think. Um, but I love you, dad. Um, anyway, so he wanted me to not be, have high blood pressure, but you can't yell that out of somebody, right? So I think this is hilarious. If you've ever heard the story, sorry, I'm repeating it. But so my dad sits me down at the, I mean, I'm 30, you know, or 30, 30, I'm 30 probably. So I go, it's Christmas before, um, I turned 31 in April, right? So I go and I'm, he's like, sit down. He's got one of the little cuffs. They sit down, feet flat on the floor. I mean, it's kind of hard. Like my feet don't fit flat on the floor. Like I have to sit on the edge of the chair to get my feet on the floor. Anyway, we're at the kitchen table, puts a cuff on. And then he literally yells at me and says, relax, relax. And I'm like, I started laughing. I, I, is this what they do to you at the doctor, dad? Like, no, they don't do that. I'm, I mean, my blood pressure was so... You know, cause you're laughing. It's, it gets, anyway, it was really funny. Um, so it is a, uh, it's to me, you know, but he, it, I love that my dad wanted me to be okay so much that he, you know, that was the only thing that maybe worked as a kid for me. So anyway, so, but, um, I mean, my blood pressure is under control. It didn't help that my dad was yelling at me. Right. But think about what we do sometimes is we just repeat what we just said louder, right? Maybe you do that with your kids or maybe you do that with your clients. I know that I've, I've said, I'm like, I like with my students, I'll say, I said this, but really what I need to say is what don't you understand? Or do you understand this process? I, I would have loved for the dentist or the hygienist yesterday to say, Hey, we're not able to do um, uh, baking soda. We, are doing polish and I'm going to get back here and I'm going to load the polishing thing tool. I don't know what it's called. It's not really a gun, but she was loading it for a while. And I'm like, is this the first day? Like what's up? Why is this taking so long? I just thought it was a tiny little cup. Like, hmm. anyway, again, I had lots of questions. I was like, what is she doing back there? So let's take them through our process. Let's ask them, take, um, take stock of where they are, take stock of what their body language is doing. Um, and if they are leaning in, they're interested, if they're pulling back, um, then that might be uh, uncomfort. So what can you do to ease them so that they can come back to comfort? So you don't want them way back. You don't, 
really want them straight up. You'd really love it if they were leaning in because, oh, great. It says my internet is unstable. Boogers, boogers, boogers. Can you hear me? Okay, I'm back. Boogers. I see. Thank you. Anyway, now I know it says great. Anyway, I don't know where I stopped, but pretty much this is the end. So can you guys do this with me? Can you guys try to anticipate? And maybe this isn't a big skill of yours, but I want you to do it with anybody. Like look at the person who's at the grocery store that's checking you out or look at the pharmacist when you go to pick up your blood pressure medicine or um, the, or anybody, even online. I know Rafi and I have these conversations and you can tell me and Rafi are like leaning in, leaning in. I just want to have our conversation longer. And then, I mean, sometimes I lean back, but it's just usually because I'm tired or something. Um, so then that's a cue too. Okay, you're tired. We need to close this up, right? So what are some of the cues? I want you to be thinking, I'd love for you to like take a shot and see what these things are that you're picking up on from other people. Now, I can always tell when my students are not paying attention to me. They'll have, they'll have this other glow from below my husband calls this my pretty, right? So another, they, you're looking at another device. You can also tell if they're, if you're on a zoom call with somebody and they're like looking in the upper left or the upper right or whatever. I know my friend Dustin, he's like, Diane, do you have to go? And I'm like, I, cause I'm looking at the clock and he could tell I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, no, I just have a hard out at blank. So I think it's better to tell, anticipate, tell them what I need upfront instead of having somebody to try to try to read my mind. So I want to do this with my clients. You guys can hold me in my feet to the fire. I'm absolutely not perfect, but let's just work on it together. And I know Josh, I said I was going to talk about, um, um, uh, income streams and uh, affiliate marketing stuff. And I am, but I think I'm going to wait to do that until after. So I have a two parter We'll have Craig next week. Craig Hayworth is going to talk to us about scaling our business out. Going to let you know he's going to be at camp this year because one of the things camp's going to be about is about how, how to grow. People grow in different ways. People grow and they add real employees. Not real employees. That doesn't sound good. They add employees. Some people grow and they add contractors. Some people grow and they're doing upwork or they're doing something else and they, they piece it in like slowly. Some people just go all in, they get a loan and they do something, right? I'm going to try to get an idea of what people have done and how it's been successful. And I don't really, um, I'm trying to pick people who I really uh, admire who have been able to grow a team that really is bonded and we're, everybody's kind of remote now. So I, I want to just, pick up on what some of that is and what he how he's been able to grow his business so that's next week i love this i can't wait he is his background is acting and that's what he studied in school and i'm like this is why you can do this you can kind of put your feet so we kind of have to harness our inner actor if we don't know how to do that well let's just watch some videos and see so let's pretend like we're an animator and see what kind of stuff we would need to know to be able to do it. Anyway, I can't wait for you guys. It's not like he's pretending and shamming somebody. He's now he knows enough to talk to the animator. So he's a really good researcher, which again, a good actor is a good researcher. They know really, you know, I can totally tell when they're not like real Southerners, you know, and they put on a Southern accent and you're like, mm, buddy, you sound like not a real Southerner, like a fake, you know, mm, like y'all probably might think my mom sounds fake because she's real Southern. Oh, but anyway, 
Okay, making sure I've covered everything. We talked about the dentist. Ask about past experiences, okay? Make sure you ask them about that. And ask them how it was. How was this? Was this okay? Is this an okay amount of time? Did you need more breaks? Um, do you want to split this up into two days, three days, instead of three hours? Um, but you kind of got to see where people's body language, are you better in the morning? Should we do this in the morning? Is this the afternoon? You know, and then any special requests, like, like me with my TMJ, I'm thinking, okay, well, they really don't like purple. They don't want purple. They want to make sure I don't use that, or they want to make sure it feels artistic, but they don't, they don't know how to tell me that. So then that might be where a stylescape or a mood board comes in. And we do some tests to see if we're on the right page. Okay, so hopefully this was okay. Um, I, I haven't been able to, I can't read the chat in do, um, uh, but maybe somebody put the screenshot that's really funny in the, you can do, click on the three little buttons and add the file to the thing. So I also think it's important that you show them and you don't tell them that you could show them what you're doing. Don't just be hitting, hidden behind. So walk people through the process so that again, they feel like they can ask you questions and that you're not rushing um, because you never know what kind of imagination people have. And I want people to feel comfortable with me. And I think that that's been one of the great parts about me being able to have a lot of long-term clients. Okay. I think I covered everything. Um, the end. And we'll see you next week. I know it was a really weird ending, but I'm really trying to get it done before. So, um, Yay. I'm glad, Rafi. I'm glad this is your first time coming. And it was a, um, mm, Matt Wood says, great questions to ask clients. Relationships require work and openness. This work on both parts, right? It's not just you're serving and they're not giving anything, right? It's a, it has to be a give and take. And if not, maybe it's just not a good fit, right? If you don't want to be an order taker, don't be an order taker, but maybe claim that. I just don't think that's a good fit then. I'm not an order taker, right? Okay, um, we, I will see you. Hey, Mario, I'm like finishing. Can you believe it? I'm actually going to be on time. Um, but, oh, hey, Mario's got a course that starts Monday, Monday. Um, I'm glad, Hannah, thank you. Um, Mario's like, great job. You're getting done. Um, Mario sent me a text this morning. I was like, it's going to be a great day, a fresh start. And I'm, you know, sometimes you just need friends to just, to just say that, you know what, you can, you can choose to make this day what it is, which I think is great. Something else that we'll be talking about in the next few weeks is some of the posts. And to be honest, this has been the hardest, but also the best. I really wanted to do this content challenge to go back to wrap it up is how I started the content challenge I was trying to do because I have eight years of podcasts and I haven't really done much with them. Like I put them out there and I know I'm really late, like, Thank God y'all are coming live because everybody else is, it's, I'm just late. So sorry, Demi, it'll get there. I'm going to really work on it this weekend. But the, the, it's a content challenge of what I'm trying to teach or what I'm trying to get across, what my, um, what I'm trying to do, which I think Mario's definitely helped me understand where my purpose is or, or the string that ties all the things that I'm doing together and that to me, so if you guys want, you can go to made by, so made X maker. I didn't plan on doing this commercial for you, Mario, but I'm happy if you want to pop on, you can just raise your little hand and I'll pop you on, you, but you might not be visible. 
ready. It's in Hawaii, so it's pretty early. Seven, maybe? I think you're five hours. Anyway, I'm terrible at math. Um, probably not. I don't know. Mm, I'm not even going to try to do Whatever. So the Future Pro challenge has been content. Content. And my goal, my parameters that I was setting on myself was that I wanted to do, um, think about in three different places. So I'm doing tactical. So that's royal blue. Communication is going to be orange. And then um, inspiration or motivation or mindset or something like that is going to be more in the dark blue, like the dark navy, because those are my color palettes. So um, no problem. Mario has his kids he can't get on camera. Um, I'm, I don't know about in math. Uh, Demi said I'm good in math. Anyway, so think about it. Um, how are you breaking your content up? And so I've always, for all these years with Design Recharge, I was just posting what the, the weekly thing was. But then I realized, you know, somebody asked me a, a few years ago, it was probably about five years ago, they were like, oh, I didn't know you were a designer. I was like, oh, how? Mm, listen, that's not good. So I don't want people to think that I'm just an interviewer. I want people to think that I have something to give, but I also know that you have something to give and I really like to lift other people up. Um, so now I'm just trying to uh, be me also within that. And this every day to post content has been really difficult and I haven't had a good method of getting out more video, but that's the goal. Right? When you see more videos, you know that I'm re reaching my goal. But I also am trying to take little bitty bits of things that I'm learning every day in school, with other people, with conversations, because I'm having conversations. I'm not alone because I absolutely believe we need each other. We need each other to grow. We need each other to say something and then somebody can be like, mm, are you sure? Like that's what Mario does for me. Absolutely. Right? Demi definitely does that for me. He'll hold my feet to the fire and be like, hmm, Will does it. I know Will doesn't come to rapid recharge because he doesn't like the rapid recharge. That's okay. I still love Will. Oh, I just give him a hard time. But anyway, I've just learned a lot. So I learned about, I was trying to think about why my students were frustrated with me about my calendar. And, um, and I realized that like, it was really, they needed to trust me. Our clients need to trust us. What can we do to make sure that they're trusting us? And I think it is about being, being vulnerable. And it's about anticipating. I talked about anticipating, making sure their water's filled if you're a server, right? Or bringing them to water so that they're overloved, right? That they're, they're overserved. And I think that we can do that. And that's that over details, that over promise. No, no, don't over promise. I mean, over deliver. I don't know what this thing, under promise, over deliver, whatever. I don't know what. Brandy said, power station. Oh, thank you, Brandy. I appreciate it. Anyway, um, so there's just things that I'm learning. And that first thing was that the tea, it was tea bag, teas bags. I don't know. It all looks backwards to me. So, but I did a post like a couple days ago and I thought trust. And then I thought when I went to the dentist and that lady, I didn't trust that lady because I didn't know that lady. She's back there grinding on something. I'm like, oh, you know, it scared me. And I thought, I bet my clients have felt like this. I don't want my clients to feel like this. So I'm going to pick up on cues and I'm, my goal is to have something that is communication focused on body language. And I have Amy Cuddy. She said she would do the podcast. So I can't wait. She like, I'm a huge fan of Amy Cuddy. She has a book called presence and she has a Ted talk. C-U-D-D-Y. It's really easy. Um, okay. Um, Overserve water, not booze. <laughs> 
Right. Yeah. You have, see, that's about anticipating what they need, right? Then let me call you an Uber, right? That's, that's anticipation. But I think trust is one of the biggest things. And we're going to go through the other parts of the tease bag. Um, if you have issues getting motivated in or any of that stuff. So is she the lady that talks about, yeah, the power senses, that's Amy Cunning. Like she is my, like, I want to be friends with this girl. Right. But I've seen so many things with zoom that I'm like, I want to talk to her. And so I reached out right at the beginning of COVID and she couldn't do the podcast or talk to me, um, which is fine. Um, but I love this lady, you know, she's busy writing two books. She has two books. And so they come out in January. So she'll be in the first beginning, but I just think, you know, again, I probably it'll be like love on designers in the month of love on designers. So I'm pretty booked. I think I have one, maybe more spot in January, but January for me, I know it's not the real world, uh, mental health month, but that's my mental health month. Cause man, that's when I see most of us are like, there, it's rough. January's rough. You know, it's like you're starting your business. You're re. It, I don't know. It's just rough. It's just rough. Okay. Um, I know, Jason, that one is a good one. Okay. But see how you can trust. What are you doing to make your clients trust you? And something Paul and I were talking about yesterday in the text, we're just saying, because um, some people just don't really have a good memory. Paul does. So it's just about applying memory that you can know where you put screws from two years ago, right? In what part of the drawer that you also are using that same skill. You have the skill. It's just about honing it, right? It's like hand skills. If you can do jewelry, you could probably do teeth. If you, I mean, hmm, maybe not as good. Maybe I should say if you can do teeth, you maybe can make jewelry, you know, small things, tiny, maybe you make watches in your free time. I don't know, but like you're good with tiny details and, I guess I'm just trying to, I don't know what I'm saying. It's time to go, right, mom, right? I'm doing pretty good, 221 for me. Anyway, thank you. Thank you for just showing up. Thank you for staying and thank you for being my friend. I feel like I, I, I do pretty much know everybody, everybody I know, everybody I've had a conversation with, in, not in real life yet, but anyway. And I am glad I'm feeling better too. Thank you, Matt. Yes, there's lots of people who don't know me, Derek. That's why there's, yes, but thank you. I know I'm just loud, right? My jaw keeps going. So I um, I appreciate you. I hope you guys will come back next week for Craig Hayworth. Um, he's in London or he's in the UK. I don't know. I know. I probably shouldn't say it's everybody's in London. I don't know where he is. I'll have to find that out. Demi, we'll see. Um, but anyway, I hope. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it. And thank you for telling me about your memory. That was really interesting to me that you can remember where you put two screws from two years ago, but maybe you can't remember something else. So it's just a skill. It's not like pff, things just go away. Do you know what I mean? I, I think that was very interesting. There's this guy that teaches at South. I was mentoring, you know, like you help people go behind you, right? To help make, you gotta give them the lay of the land. And he's doing some research on memory and like how we, how it affects us. And anyway, it's really interesting. So maybe I'll have to get him. I'll have to talk to him a little bit more. Anyway, today, trust, see how you can build trust. What, you, what, what other people do, how do you value trust? What do people do to win your trust? And then you have to see if other people are doing it the same way, right? We don't all communicate the same, but 
You have to be flexible to be able to communicate in the way that they do. My dog doesn't speak English, right? But I do know when he's upset or I, and I have to speak to him in, in his way, right? Okay. All right. Look, we're getting done seven minutes early. You guys can call me out on it, but you can also be like, whoop, whoop, Diane got it done. All right. We'll see you. I'm going to tell you. Um, so Mario, made X, M-A-D-E-X, maker.com slash mm, download. Downloads? Hmm. Down. Hmm. I don't know. Um, it's something. If you look at, if you go to Made by Maker, Made X Maker, um, on Instagram, it's the that's his link. It's there, in there. Anyway, he has this mini mini Mario's really fast show it so you're not. There it is. It's the mini uh, mini hacks, uh, mini mind hacks. He's really helped me a lot with my business and thinking about things and when I. Um, he also brings Jesus into it for me because it's really important. And um, so it's somebody that is coaching me on not only my business and what I'm telling myself, but also um, on holding, holding me accountable for what I feel like God is calling me to do. So if you are interested, sign up. The course starts sometime soon, goes till October 30th. It's right there on that sheet. Mario, I know you can't talk because you have your kids, um, but so at least follow him on Instagram and get these mini mind hacks. And this has been one of the grounding things in the last year that he's done to help me. Um, anyway, so I can't wait. And maybe you'll do the course with me. So I'm doing the course because he has a, it's a beta and it's super really, really high value right now uh, if you get into the beta. So, all right, I'm going to read Demi's thing and I'm going to let you guys go and we'll see you next week. And if you want to, if you're listening to this, all the links, if you want an affiliate link, if you want to support the podcast, um, be a Patreon, which I'm really sucking at Patreon right now. I do have a video I need to put out there. Um, but if you just even use like Envato, my Envato uh, elements link, or um, I'm going to do a workshop this December with my friend Costas. And so I'm really excited. We're putting that together now. And anyway, that's it. And so uh, Josh, don't think I've forgotten. We're, I'm still going to cover some of the, I'm going to do a little teaser into the affiliate marketing. And um, it's kind of like a three-parter for me. So we'll see you guys next week with Craig. I don't remember. All the links will be below, but the people who are live, they're not below. So if you need them, you can go to rechargingyou.com slash 360. That's where this will be. Lord Jesus, please let me have it by next weekend. Getting them all up. All right. Have a great day, y'all.